Welcome back to Bankrupt Overland. We got a cool one lined up this week. What's up, Steve? What's up, Jeff? What's up, man? Hey, man, what's happening? Just hanging and banging. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's a new Just one. Changing it, like it. Yeah. changing it up today. Changing it up today. Kicker. So uh, we've got we got some cool stuff lined up today. I had a I had a buddy who reached out to me and asked me all the information I could give him on rooftop tents, and we didn't have a topic lined up for tonight. And so, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. We're talking rooftop tents tonight. You're welcome, <laughs> Joshua. It. All right, <laughs> there we go. That works. So um, before we jump in, anything fun? Any cool projects this last weekend, guys? Ooh, I think Jeff and I both have a cool project. I'll let Jeff go first. This is a bit No, cooler. you go first. You want me to go first? Okay, <laughs> I'll go first. <laughs> Fine. I, I made a uh, roof rack for my rooftop tent. So um, speaking of rooftop tents, uh, my tent, uh-huh. um, I'm not going to get too too deep into it, but I have the ability to put a roof rack on mine. And um, so I just built it out of super strut. It's basically... Um, galvanized steel um you can buy it in like 12 12 foot lengths i think from home depot or lowe's um just cut it up cut it to uh the width that i need that's the stuff with like the holes in it where they like hang electrical stuff from the ceiling right exactly exactly that's what it is um and i know a lot of uh like home brewers will use it for their their whole brewing system because you can kind of use it for framing or whatever uh, but super strong stuff, super light, and best part is because we're bankrupt overland, uh, it's cheap. So um, <laughs> cut it up, painted it, and uh, it's bolted on there. And there you go. I got a roof rack. So I'm um, going to put a solar panel up there, some tra- uh, traction boards, and then a shovel. So nothing too crazy heavy. Um, but that, that was kind of my projects for the past week, I guess weekend, and then a little bit more into this week. Nice. Yeah, then you'll be able to utilize your... Your uh, DC to DC charger, like we talked about last week, for exactly. the solar charging, and Bill will just keep keep that battery topped off when you're stopped or yep. whatever, and the fridge is running. Absolutely. What size fridge do you have? Uh, it's a 55. That's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Um, so this weekend, I started the install for the manager 30 in my trailer Oof. so it's the red arc manager nice. 30 mm-hmm. um the battery management system and if you guys don't know what it does it basically it looks like kind of like a car amplifier <laughs> and it does a couple things i think they call it like a a five in one so it does it does solar charging mm-hmm. it does dc to dc charging it does uh shore power charging that's awesome and uh what's a i can't count so i think i think they advertise as a five and one so mm-hmm. um it, it does all those things and it, it tells you how much power you're using and how long you have left and how long it's going to take to charge things so mm-hmm. it's a really cool smart system so yeah i installed that in the trailer and right now it's just hooked up to the um the yellow top optima so it's mm-hmm. not the optimum <laughs> battery size yeah. that I want to run <laughs> but it's going to work um, last weekend or the other weekend when I went camping mm-hmm. um, when I got back the battery was at 12.2 volts so it barely you know used yeah. I, I basically charged phones in, in the car in the in the trailer yeah. and then ran the LED lights and then I ran a fan inside 
Um, nice. So that was for four days and five nights. So, wow. so um, did without even fine. connecting it to solar or anything. So the manager 30 should give me a ton of um, flexibility on actually charging that second battery. Mm-hmm. So if I do need to top it off, um, I can just start the vehicle up or just have the solar panel that I'm going to install on the roof, um, fill it up. Nice. So yeah, that was my plan. Just, uh, buying some expensive wire in the bankrupt overland, you know, is, <laughs> is, uh, you know, it's expensive to buy good wire. So yeah, for sure. Unless if you know someone like, uh, overland Nashville that will sell you, mm. um, eight gauge, I think he sold me eight gauge, uh, welding wire for, yeah. of course, 69 cents. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> was it 69 cents a foot? Yeah. He, he sold it to me for 69 cents a foot. Noah, Nick, shout out to Nick. He, uh, he hooked me up of with course. some, of course it was 69 cents a foot. Yeah. <laughs> so, but typical, yeah. Good wire is going to cost you uh, a fair, fair amount of money, but it's rather safe than sorry, I guess. Um, while we're on the on topic there. of while we're talking about the wire. So when I installed the, I think this was, this happened after we talked about our dual battery. I don't remember if I talked about it, but basically the six inch long wire that goes from my battery Mm -hmm. to Mm -hmm. the DC to DC charger was copper clad aluminum and it shorted out on me. Yep. I think we talked about that last week. Yeah. With Will. We did a little bit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You brought it up. Yeah, we did. Yep. Okay. That's scary though. Don't skip on the wire. Oh yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't play around with that. Yep. So rooftop tents. I, I oh wait a minute. I didn't have anything exciting that I did as far as Overland related. Hundred percent dad mode, yep. ball games, <laughs> birthday parties. You name it, man. We were we were living the suburb life this weekend. Wow. Um, it, oh, it has man. been nice. I've been able to drive the Jeep a lot, so that's been a lot of fun. Oh, it's, it's been, been pretty good weather here. in Nashville the mm-hmm. last couple of weeks. Like pretty sunny. You know, nothing crazy after those really big floods. We are not really, um, they were decent floods. It depends on where yeah. you were. Um, <laughs> we had uh, a few weeks ago, uh, it's been pretty dry. So I've been putting miles in the Jeep, just rolled the nice. odometer over to 133,000. Wow. That puts That's about, awesome. I think, 7,000 miles on the engine now that we okay. put in. I was going to ask, when yeah. We first got it. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So it's a brand new engine or a rebuilt? Rebuilt. We rebuilt the the bottom end of it, and then put a um, a head from a 4.0 Jeep. So we have the fuel injection out of the early YJ models that's on it uh, instead mm-hmm. of a carburetor. So that way, uh, it just it runs a lot. I mean, it still doesn't run nice. great because it's an OBD one, <laughs> but it it runs better than it would on a carburetor sure. with me trying to adjust it. So. <laughs> Sure. It's uh, but yeah. So that was it. Rolled over today. Actually, I got a video of it. But I was in the Jeep, and you can't really nice. do like I'm like yeah. my hands are shaking, <laughs> bouncing over the place because it's on leaf yep. springs, and so. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was that was pretty cool to see it roll over because you know it's that yeah. old. It's the old odometers, so like you literally like it rolls <laughs> oh, over. Cool. Which I yeah, just, yeah, oh, cool. Oh, that's how mine is, LJ. I still have that on mine. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Dude. That's, it's old enough. Good That's awesome. You can, tech. you can see what the miles are without having to put the key in. It's it's wild. That's cool. Uh, that that's something that you think about is crazy because everybody's like, like, let me see your keys to get the mileage. It's like, no, you yeah. ain't got to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Do that. <laughs> nope. That's amazing. <clears throat> well, hey, let's talk about rooftop tents. Yes. Um, we got a couple different discussions lined up here as far as pros and cons of each different types. 
And so the first major type that that we that we thought we would we would kind of debate back and forth is hard shell versus soft shell tent. And so yes. you know, they are exactly what they are. One one is a hard shell, it can be multiple different materials to to make up that hard shell. It can uh open uh in in multiple different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's typically going to, I guess it could, or in some cases be a little bit lighter, but typically you're going to have a little bit more weight up there, depending on how rugged and durable you, mm-hmm. you, you want mm-hmm. in that hardtop tent. And then conversely, you have the soft shell tent or, or, and, and you're going to basically have a tent that has a soft, you know, vinyl, um, type of cover that, that you would zip on mm-hmm. and cover and keep everything protected as far as the actual tent goes. Now there's pros to con to both. And so I'm curious to our, to our panel of experts here, uh, who wants to take <laughs> the first stab at, at which one is the best and why, or which one is is the worst and why? I mean, I've only I've I have and currently own and have only owned a soft shell, so okay. it's hard for me to explain the big differences. But I've seen enough hard shells, touched enough hard shells, opened enough hard shells to kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, understand, but I've never slept in a hard shell. So I think that's where we got a good combination of, of us here today. So for sure. Um, my first biggest gripe with the soft shell is putting that damn bag on and off. <laughs> if it's cold, yeah. it, it didn't really, it wasn't really a factor when I lived in California mm-hmm. because, you know, it was 60, you know, we'd get down to 50s in the desert at night or, you know, maybe 40s. Sure. But mm-hmm. here, you know, that thick vinyl zipping zippers when your hands are cold without gloves sucks. It just sucks doing it. Yeah. So my biggest gripe is is putting that bag on and off and then the setup time. And, and that's the main factor. It's not difficult. You just have to know what you're doing when you're doing sure. those soft shells. Mm-hmm. And typically when I was going in the boondocks with my kids, it was just me and my two kids. Mm-hmm. So I was having to set things up. Mm-hmm myself and the soft shell you have to do it in a kind of a certain order you have to be able to climb up on the vehicle mm. so if you have a lifted <laughs> lifted 80 series it's kind of hard <laughs> um to get up on on there and you know you have to open your doors and sometimes i was climbing like on the on the door sill and then i was climbing up and standing on the seat mm-hmm. you know to actually get a little bit even higher just to reach wow. and i'm six foot one so those front poles you know depending on how you have it sitting um, is tricky. So yeah. I, I like my soft shell, but if I was going to buy one, I would, I would not camp in one for a season to save up the extra money to buy the hard shell. Mm. Just Interesting make, just make on the, that. Ford the river and go for the hard shell off the yeah. yeah. I'd, I'd buy ones, cry ones type of thing. Same yeah. concept. And I've, you know, done it with a lot of things. So I, I, I figured that I would definitely, if I purchase a rooftop tent again, it'll be a hard shell. Interesting. Either a you know a straight up opening or a clamshell, mm-hmm. um, you know the different types of those. Yeah, yeah I was thinking yeah. that, that hard shell vinyl cover too. You're talking about when it's cold, it's kind of hard to zip and all that. Well, that vinyl is also going to shrink when it gets cold as well, and so it'll make yep. it that much more difficult to get everything yeah. in and tight because um, that's one thing like the old um, like like a Jeep soft top. It's the same thing. People yeah. will try to put oh, yeah. those on, you know, when it's like already those too cold to windows. put them on and they'll never yep. get them on because that vinyl has shrunk so much that it's just not, it's not going to go on unless you put it in the sun or, you know, find somewhere to get it above 70 degrees. Right. 
Yeah. Yep. So I've actually got a, uh, an interesting question for Jeff. So now we've kind of talked about the cons of uh, the soft shell tents, but I do think that they have some pros. Do you want to kind of go oh, yeah. go in a little bit into those uh, pros? Yeah. So the pros are the one I have. I have a Tapui. I think it's a it's a three person. I forget the model of it, like an air mm-hmm. air or something. Okay. It's a three person. So basically two adults and a kid mm-hmm. or an adult and two kids, you know, is, is fine. Mm-hmm. There's, there's enough room. Um, so the, the pros are that it's lightweight. Mm-hmm. I, I can by myself, like just get it on the roof by myself. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's hard. And I almost died one time cause I stepped on a skateboard when I was putting it on there oh, <laughs> or I think my ladder slipped or something. I forget what it was. And you can put it on and off yourself. So that's, that's the beauty. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not as as bad. I think I think mine weighs I would say in the ballpark of sixty to ninety pounds. It's not bad. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's that's not, not bad. it's not it's not bad. Um it's also and, not aerodynamic either. It's just a big old no, box it's on not, the roof. It's just a big a bag, yeah. <laughs> um and it and it's 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 lightweight. So I like the concept of of it being lighter. Sure. And not having a lot of stuff up there, but it does, does it is difference. basically just a big. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes a difference in your wheel, oh, yeah. right? You don't have that extra. Oh, yeah. I don't. When you're getting off camber situations. Mm. Yeah, I don't want. I really don't even want to have a rooftop tent on when I'm wheeling like good trails. Yeah. Um, when I went to Windrock, I almost threw the rooftop tent on because I just, it would be easy to set up, you know, or not easy to set up, but. It would probably take just as much time as putting out my platform and my rig, sure. blowing up my mattress, getting the sleeping bag out, and doing all that. So it's it's pretty close at the same time, but it just it just feels different when you're setting up a tent for that amount of time yeah. versus like setting up your car and stopping and having a beer or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I didn't put it on there just because of that because I knew I was going to probably do some you know tight ta- tackle some tight trails, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I didn't want to deal with it. Yeah, I yeah. got scratches all down the side of mine right now from, uh, <laughs> from the Red Clay Rally. I didn't really notice it up there on the rally. Um, mm-hmm. It wasn't that bad, like you know. But I, I will say, I have done. I've had it off for a while now, and it does make a big difference. Like just regular driving when mm-hmm. it's on there, and not off there. Yeah, mm. yeah, that's interesting. Um, I've had my ten on um, ever since I, I got it in December, so. Um, it'd be, I'd be curious to take it off and, and see the, the different driving dynamics and how, how much better <laughs> my driving dynamics would have, would have been or will get when I take it off. Um, now, uh, do, some, do you think AHC can make any play in that role too? Like, cause I don't have AHC in mind and so I'm going to have more role with, roll. That, with that top weight. <laughs> yeah, do, you, uh, do you think AHC will control the role a little oh, bit yeah. more? Oh, for sure. I would say it would. Yeah. 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 Um, and actually, definitely the Mega Pascals. <laughs> that, that's the key, right? <laughs> um, at least three Mega Pascals. At, at least. <laughs> um, no, even just, and I can tell, I can say this from personal experience when my AHC wasn't tuned. And then when we did tune it, I could tell a, a huge difference. Um, so a, a, a functioning AHC will definitely assist with, um, you know, the weight up there. Now you're still going to have 
standard dynamics with with drag and all that. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, the the biggest shock to me was when we were driving back home from Chattanooga um, to Nashville, and, and we were passing truckers, or truckers were passing us, and just that that air differentiate differentiation when you know the their air, the mm-hmm. air coming off of them would smack us. I mean, it was night and day difference from that morning to that evening. Um, so you could tell just the wind oh, blowing yeah, and catching for sure. And then obviously in turns, I'm not I'm not driving a sports car, but you know if you have a long banking on ramp, um, you're going to kind of feel that that weight up top. And it is luxury now. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, you need to drive by crossover. 80, Steve. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I have two rooftop tents on top of mine without <laughs> anything when I go around a turn. Man, maybe I do need to to drive yours. Um, you, you need to try it, man. Your sway bars off there. <laughs> No, I got front and rear, and I got a, actually a heavy-duty one that I'm putting on. Wow. <laughs> and I got some quick disconnects for it. Um, Is that for weekend, the trailer so. to help with that? Um, yeah, I got the heavy one for the trailer just nice. to see. I mean, it doesn't. it's not going to really do anything. Mm-hmm. But when I'm loaded, I guess it's more for like when I'm doing solo trips or trips with just the cruiser. Because when I'm loaded and I have a bunch of weight in there... That thing just leans, man. It just—I mean—you can almost feel like the the front tires coming off the ground. Oh my god! <laughs> so, it's, it gets wild. Wow. So, um, I think some other advantages—we'll we'll call them pros—to um, the soft shell tent is you get a little bit more space, right? Just the, the design aspect of the opening, right? Because it's basically doubling its its size when you open it up. You um, fold yep. it out, right? And then yeah. that works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you fold it out. Yep. And so you have a little bit more space. And I think there's um, I think there's some cost savings when you go with a soft shell tent. But kind of oh, to, e- sure. to echo what Jeff was saying, sometimes it's better to just kind of save a little bit longer and get a hard shell if you don't need that space. You could do you could also have an annex. On a soft shell, yeah. I've seen those. Those are pretty yeah. dope. Where like those you climb cool. down into an annex out of yeah. the tent, so you don't actually yeah, that like is climb. Really cool. You know what I mean? You could climb down there, and yeah. change. You have that somewhat of a private you have space standing room. down yeah. below. Yeah, that's definitely. Yeah, nice. I've seen guys run those. Uh, what's his name? Swell Runner had one of those on his Forerunner for a long time. Mm-hmm. Jason and he used to put his buddy heater down there on the bottom. Yep. So when he was sleeping, he'd just put the buddy heater down there and. You know, it's heat rises. It falls over. It's just going to fall over on vinyl. Mm -hmm. It's not going to fall over on your cotton mattress. So, like, yeah, that's that was sweet. And I saw that. And if you're in cold weather, you know, like, like it is here Mm -hmm. and you don't have, you know, if I didn't have that, um, if I had a rooftop tent and I didn't have my, um, gazelle tent mm-hmm. you know where i was able to put the heater in like you wouldn't really have anywhere to go to get out of the cold if you just wanted to warm up sure so that makes a lot of sense soft shell annex that's a great idea mm-hmm. that's a great you know thought there yeah. i've always kind of wanted one of those that's the, yeah. like at being, being a hard shell guy you know over here uh <laughs> yeah. hard shell ice cream guy uh, uh or hard shell tacos you know yeah. uh, just hard shells but, all around here <laughs> get those tacos away from me <laughs> <laughs> oh, you don't like a hot hard shell? I don't. Taco? I don't like the old El Paso hard shell tacos, which is garbage oh, tacos, on. anyways. Oh. But those like fried you're tacos, your taco. it's hard yeah. shell, but you still chew it. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. <laughs> did you have uh, Did you have some of my taco, Steve, <laughs> um, when we were camping at Franklin State Forest? Uh, no, did I didn't. Those tacos? Uh, I think Murphy ate my portion. So <laughs> uh, that's right, <laughs> <Fucking> Murphy. 
Fucking Murphy. So that dog, I yelled his name so loud, and and John and his lady were like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, they, they felt so it's bad. Like when your kid does something <laughs> bad, they're like so mad. And I was like, "It's fine as long as they didn't eat my portion. Yeah. I'm fine. You just get less tacos now." Yeah, it's funny. I gave them the meat off the top. Don't tell them. <laughs> It's like, oh, you guys want some tacos? Here you go. Here's yeah, this. I gave him the first scoop. <laughs> Sorry, John. <laughs> That's amazing. John's just getting beat up today. He is. He is. Hopefully, he <laughs> chewed a few extra megapascals on that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, one of the other things with the, the hard shell is uh, one thing I observed when we went to camping to Windrock, it was just pouring on us. And when we got to when we got to our camp, it was raining and, and everyone had to set up their stuff. And the one guy had a forerunner with a hard shell mm-hmm. and he just like unbuckled the latch and pushed the thing up. <laughs> and and that was literally and he like walked away. And I'm like, dude, come on. Yep. That is awesome. His sleeping bags were all inside. Like that's amazing. It was just awesome. So um, I think so. Sorry to touch off that. I, that's where I was going is, is being able to keep your sleeping bags inside. Mm, okay. Um, some hard shells allow you to do it. Some mm. don't. But I don't think there's any soft shell that allows you to do it. Because it clamps, yeah. it collapses in on itself. Yeah, it collapses on itself. Yeah, I mean, sure. maybe if it like a thin bag, you could. Sure. But like. Not a four season type bag. Yeah. And then one time I left my cell phone in the pocket. <laughs> that and sucks. I put the whole tent down. That sucks. And put the bag on and everything. And I get in my car. I'm like, where is it? And my watch connects to my phone. So yeah. I like did like the, hey, where's my um, phone? Yeah. And, and I'm looking all around and I hear it. <laughs> and I stick my head by the rooftop tent. And I'm like, oh, my God. This is taking an extra 20 minutes. I've done that with keys before. (laughs) Yeah, shut the tent down, and we were we were at the Outer Banks, and we're gonna go ride around, and I'm like Mm -hmm. looking everywhere for the keys, and I have a tile, and I'm like, all right, I'm just gonna hit the tile. I hit the tile, and I'm like, damn, it's in my tent still. Like tent. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. So so I mean, so LJ, what kind of tent do you have? Because we kind of all have three different styles of tents, and it's fun to explore. The different styles that we got. Yeah, so super I have a. Poor, I got lucky poor, and picked up poor. A, what'd you <laughs> say? I was say super poor, not so poor, and then rich. Yeah, yeah, that's actually a good explanation. Uh, <laughs> we'll let the, we'll let the listeners decide who who has what here. Um, so I actually caught mine on a on a sweet deal. <laughs> um, it was CVT's uh, old kind of fleet of, of rooftop mm-hmm. tents. And this tent actually was their uh, model tent uh, that they took to expos and things like that on the back of a trailer. And so it rode, that's, around, that's cool. uh, rode around for a while, just kind of being a demo unit mm-hmm. and got put back in their warehouse. And when they were making room in their warehouse for their new line of tents that you'll hear about shortly, um, they, uh, <laughs> uh, they, they did a kind of a fire sale and the guy that runs that Chattanooga office, uh, put on one of the, uh, I think it was like Chattanooga off road, uh, mm-hmm. that he had, you know, 10 tents that were, that they needed to get rid of and put the prices out there. And 
it was a really good deal. Like they're yeah. still selling for more than I bought this one for, you know, in the second market That's right awesome. now in, in the private party. And so, um, it's a CVT Mount St. Helens hard shell. Uh, it, it kind of has some aerodynamic looks to it. Um, mm-hmm. and then it has, you know, six latches around the outside of it. Um, and you click okay. open all those latches and it has, um, hydraulic lifts inside like shocks mm-hmm. that you, like you would have on your, on your back hatch or something. Um, yeah. and uh, they kind of scissor open and mm-hmm. the whole tent, uh, just rises up. And then you have kind of like a big, um, big rectangle on top of your car, basically that you can sit in. I can sit in it, um, mm-hmm. and sit up straight up and I'm, I'm six, three and I can sit straight up in it and, and don't have oh, any wow, issues. Okay sitting up uh and moving around and in, 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 inside of it so that was kind of nice i can keep my to your point about keeping stuff in it i can mm-hmm. keep uh-huh. my air mattress when it's deflated in mm-hmm. it and i can also keep okay. um a sleeping bag in it as well and so nice. uh, oh, wow. okay. i can't keep pillows in it like i haven't found that spot for a pillow to sit right so pillows, yeah. you know, I normally just have like a small pillow down that down in the car with me, but mm-hmm. I am able to keep those two things always in the tent. So that's nice. Um, that's it nice. does leak a little bit when there's hard, like when it's a hard rain we're driving through, it'll leak in the front and kind of get maybe like two or three inches of, of dampness on everything. So mm-hmm. that if, if it is raining, and I know that's going to happen. Like I'll just throw everything inside the car and then I'll sure. set up when I get there. Right. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, it's not perfect. Um, you know, yeah. you, you know, I, I've learned kind of, luckily I didn't get caught like trying to get in late at camp one night and figure the yeah. rain thing out. <laughs> I had enough yeah. time to get everything out and let it air out before I went to bed. But, yeah. um, yeah, it, it does, it does let water in there, but the way they have this, it's not an actual seal. It just kind of sits in a channel around oh, the outside okay. and there's no like mm-hmm. rubber or anything there that would, you know, create a good weather. Uh, weather. just kind of overlaps itself. Yeah. 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 kind of sits in a ridge. Gotcha. Now I could probably mm-hmm. add some type of small weather stripping down there. That would make a big, a big difference. Um, uh, probably mm-hmm. would have done yeah. it if I thought about it before this exact moment, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, which is now I'm going, I'm probably going to do that. I just, I just got yeah. done doing some weather stripping on the Jeep to kind of airtight, uh, make the hardtop airtight. Mm-hmm. And so I've got some left over now and I'm actually think I'm just going to, that might be a project over the next nice. week. Nice. The Talk about it starts. next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you're looking at, I'm looking at the specs. You're at 238 pounds. Is that how big the Mount St. Helens is? Are you? It's not that heavy. That's what it says. No. St. Helens. St. Helens with three latches on the one side. It's got like a little awning off the side. No, I've got two It could latches. be the shipping weight. That might be it. Mm-hmm. I think it it's be. only like 100 and maybe like 150 pounds. Is, is, is St. Helens? Mount now, St. He has Helens. The old. he has the old generation. Okay. Oh, is there a new generation of St. Helens now? Yeah, I think so. I think they redesigned it a little bit. St. Helens. Okay. Yeah, and if like like one one thing about this is like it's it's ABS plastic, Mm -hmm. and so you can't put anything on top of it. And so y'all are here a little bit later. Uh, one of us has a tent that you can put stuff on top of. He might have <laughs> built a roof rack for it recently. Hey. Um, but uh, I can't put anything on top of mine because that ABS plastic will crack or, or warp mm-hmm. if it gets too hot, things like that. And so uh, we actually uh, I had a local, former local fabricator here in the Nashville area build a, um, a kayak rack that basically went in, mounts into my roof rack. And goes over my rooftop nice. tent. He built it around the tent, so I could That's take cool. kayaks and things like that um, on mm-hmm. on trips with me when I had the tent as well. That's really cool. So both of your tents cost more than I paid for my Land Cruiser. <laughs> 
Listen. Depends on uh, on when you bought it. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah, if you put it on uh, Bring a Trailer right now, you could you could buy almost five five of my tents. <laughs> <laughs> my so, rig's pretty screwed up, man. Hey, I don't know. That duct tape paint job looks good. It's only in one spot, Steve. It's only in one spot. Less than yeah. less than four percent of the oh, bodies okay. come duct tape. Four <laughs> percent. Total the total mass of the vehicle. <laughs> the total mass of the vehicle is less than six grams, and that doesn't six incorporate duct tape. Megapascals. Paint <laughs> <laughs> oh, so man. so we've kind of talked about the soft shell tent. We talked about the. Um, what kind of tent is yours considered, LJ? Is it considered clamshell, or is it just you know what it like the the mechanism that you know? What you know, I'm called? not sure what it's actually considered, but it just goes straight up. There, there's no like hinge yeah. or anything. Like you basically just unhook it, and then you can mm-hmm. push one side up, and the whole tent just rises. The whole roof of the tent rises as one, and it's a big rectangle okay. basically. Okay. There's two gas struts inside. Is there any kind of like bracing or anything? Or yeah, yeah. There's bracing along the top, and then gotcha. uh, okay. obviously the bottom is just one big like aluminum square bracing. Okay. Gotcha. Cool. Okay. With some plastic, kind of you know hard plastic as the as the shell on the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So uh, six we- three though, I can lay lay out. I don't mm-hmm. have any. I don't, I don't feel like I'm cramped in there. Yeah, um, I slept with two kids in it, which wasn't that much fun to be honest yeah. with you. Um, but I did it, uh, yeah. and then yeah, me and the wife were in there just fine. Um, you know, we didn't, we didn't, we weren't starving for room at all. It was nice, nice. No yeah, more than two people or or two small kids. Like it's, I've I've yeah. hit the max on on. What, <laughs> what it's probably the same size as. It's probably the same size as like mine, considered like a a, a three person. I think. Yeah. Oh, uh, yours just says two. Yeah, it's a two. It's definitely a two person. It's not a three person. Sleeping capacity two. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, my two gotcha. kids equal like one person, except when they sleep, their arms and legs are like all over the place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Um, so so yeah, so that's 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 kind of what I what I'm rocking with. I've I've put. Um, I don't know, 10, 10 nights in it so far since I've had it. Nice. Okay. Um, not, not that much. Not, I'd mm-hmm. like to do more. Um, but you know, life is what it is. Sure. Uh, sure. but yeah, that was the only, the only thing I wish about it that was different mm-hmm. was the fact that I can't like put something on top of it. Like I can't do yeah. like that rack. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish it was a harder material that you could build something off of and yeah. kind of have a brace right off the top of it. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's all good. We, 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 we figured out a way around that. And um, yeah. then right after I did that, they came out with all those models that you could put, they could put racks on. <laughs> oh, great. Yeah. Lovely. Wonderful. So, um, I guess, thank I, you so much. <laughs> I guess it's, uh, my turn to, to talk about my tent. So my tent's a little bit different design as well. Um, it's a, I call it a wedge. Um, maybe it's the more proper term is clamshell. Um, but mine hinges on one end where the feet go. Um, and so it's two latches. Uh, I think the gas struts can hold up to 400 pounds without, or it's 150 pounds unassisted, but it'll hold up to 400 pounds without collapsing. Um, and so two strut, yeah, oh yeah. Sitting in, you can just imagine sitting in there having like three bikes and a kayak on the roof, and then it just at nighttime it just comes coming down on you slowly, just wah. 
Wake up, you're like, I can't get out. I can't get out. <laughs> yeah, that, I would never put that. I mean, Jeff, you could look up how heavy my tent is. It's oof. It's it's an all aluminum um, tent. That said two. I think it said two o three. Yeah, mine's one hundred and thirty one pounds. So I don't know how. I thought mine. I was, mean, I can't lift a hundred. Yeah, I can't lift one hundred and thirty one pounds. I'm not that strong. Mm-mm. And I managed to get it on my roof. So maybe you have the. Uh, Mount Saint, or sorry, uh, Mount Hood, right? Uh uh-uh. uh. I have the. So the tent that I have is actually made by a Bush Company. Uh, CBT brings them in from um, Australia or Africa and then sells them with a little bit of modifications to fit the U.S. market. So. Oh, yours is the XR2? No, it's the uh, Bush Company Alpha. Oh. Yeah. Um, I don't know what XR2 is. I don't see is. it on their website. They, I think they've actually pulled it because not very many people were buying them <laughs> just because they were kind of expensive. Um, they may still have them. Maybe they just pulled them oh, off. Oh, geez. Yours is more expensive than my Land Cruiser. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not <laughs> <laughs> It's not a cheap tent by any stretch of the imagination. But the way... They advertise it as the XR2. Oh, interesting. So, they've, they've changed so it. So, it's... I'm going to yeah, check that out. Yeah, it's the CVT XR2 brought to you by the Bush Company. Yeah. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. It's the same thing, yeah. Interesting. Okay. So, Damn. Yeah. <laughs> so it's an all-aluminum uh, hard shell tent. <laughs> Jesus, Jeff. Calm down over there. <laughs> <laughs> i got to turn off my camera. So, <laughs> no. <laughs> so uh, I, I kind of splurged because I've taken the advice of... Yeah, you did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bankrupt overlay. How much is, is that? it? Just say, yeah. I, I'll, I'll uh, say how much mine is. I'm not saying. Say. No, no, no. I'm not saying. I don't, I don't remember. I actually, I didn't pay... Um, I don't remember. Jesus no, no, no. I I don't remember what I paid because <laughs> I didn't like, I pay. I don't remember paying this much money for something. <laughs> okay, here. So full disclosure on CVT's site it is four thousand two hundred ninety five dollars. Oh yeah! Wow. <laughs> yeah. But with that being said, I didn't buy it for that much. I got I got a little bit of a discount. I got a little hookup discount, um, which was nice. So uh, definitely didn't pay full price for it. Uh, didn't pay shipping for it either. Just pay tax. So I did have to go to Chattanooga, the CVT Chattanooga store, and pick it up. Um, and they they helped me install it and everything. So, but with that being said, I did I did splurge on the tent because I'd taken the advice of everybody that had gone with a soft shell tent and said. Just, just get a hard shell. I'm like, just jealous. Just saying, so that's why. <laughs> I mean, you, you've seen, a big deal. <laughs> you've seen it opened and everything like that. So, um, I can put my tent up in 30 seconds, if that. Um, so basically, I have two latches in the rear. Pop those latches up. Uh, it push, give it a little push, and it raises up. It uses those struts. Now, my struts are actually externally mounted, so that gives me a little bit more sleeping room inside, which is nice. Um, and then I just put up two little spring rods for the awning that's attached to the tent and then my ladder. And And that awning is key because one of the guys I was camping with, you know, he had the problem with, he couldn't have any of the windows open Mm -hmm. if it was raining Yeah, because the rain was going to get in. So having that, if you notice, you guys can't see what it looks like, but it, it, it basically, it's like a mini 
I'd say like a three or four foot awning off the top on a down on an angle mm-hmm. to protect like the door. So you, if it was pouring rain, you could unzip the door fully mm-hmm. from what it looks like and climb in and not get any water yeah. in the tent. It, that the, So that awning actually kind of covers the sides too. So I can have about half of my yeah. side windows completely open. I would say probably everything, but maybe the last, if it's, if the rain's coming in sideways, I'd probably have everything open except the last, at least the rear door, the last inch or two. Um, but if it's just coming straight down, say if it's like a light drizzle, I can have everything open and won't get drenched inside. Um, yeah, yeah. So with it being, uh, the aluminum hard shell, I can put a rack on top of that, which is what we talked about at the beginning of the episode. But what's also really cool is it's already pre-wired for power up there. So all I had to do was run a... It better be. Yeah, <laughs> at that price point, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, all I had to do was just run a, uh, a little Anderson plug harness from my, um, dual, from my auxiliary battery up into the tent. And then now I have, I think it's two USBs, two 12 volts on both sides. Um, and then I have an LED light. Oh, wow. Yeah, an LED light at the top that goes red, amber... And then white, and then three intensity settings on each one of those. Jesus. Yeah, and then I have pockets on the roof because it's a carpeted top and bottom. Um, and then I'm trying to think, is there a kind of a the standard memory foam mattress? Um, when it gets cold, it gets a little bit more firm. Um, but mine is definitely two people max. Um, you you couldn't fit at least. With uh, my wife and I in there, you couldn't fit a kid in there. So, um, not not anything. It's two people max. If you if you kind of sprawl out, maybe one. Um, but yeah, that's that, that's the tent that I got. So it's I guess now now that I'm looking at CVT site, it's called the CVT XR two. Um, so I definitely like I said, I, I kind of went. Went all out, but I figured I'd have this for five to ten and years. It, yeah, and you did what we were kind of talking about is like the buy once, cry exactly. once mentality. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> like anyone who buys a Smitty Belt tent and takes it out in the wind, like you obviously get what you pay for. Yeah. Like it's a great tent. You'll be fine, but it's going to be loud. Yeah. The vinyl on the side is not very thick. Yours is like a freaking canvas. It's actually, bag, yeah. A military bag. So it's so thick. It's actually, um, what adds to the weight, something I forgot to mention is that it's, it's true two layered fabric. So I literally have, yeah, I can shove my hand between the, the layers of fabric. And so that helps with condensation. And there's a lot of other little, is it insulated? Uh, no, it's it, like the quilt. Well, it, it's quilted like, so the, the top is is carpeted. It's not quilted like you see yeah. on iCamp or anything like that. Um, okay, but it is more insulated than a standard. Just uh, I'll call it one ply tent. Um, so got it. Yeah, like my tapui. Yeah, yeah. And so it's it's a true it's a true two layer tent, which means um, it's a little bit more insulated in that sense. Um, you have to watch condensation because if you have everything buttoned up, it's going to condensate just because. Um, that there's not any really, really any sort of airflow. What's really cool though, is I've accidentally slept in, uh, to like nine or 10 o'clock at night because it's pitch black in there. Um, which is, I think it's awesome. Um, yeah. And they they have some cool little venting, um, things. So at the very top of the tent, when it's, when it's opened, 
is a, gosh, probably like a four, maybe three or four foot by, I don't know, six inch window um, that you can just completely unzip. And that allows, you know, for that air exchange to keep the tent a little bit less wet. Um, so yeah, definitely, definitely on the upper end of the price spectrum. Um, but I kind of what you were saying, Jeff, buy once, but you're going to be doing a road trip Mm -hmm. and you kind of prep for that and you're going to be staying in BLM land and all that. So if you, if you factor in, like, like I talked to my wife about building a trailer and I was like, you know, we kept it under that like two grand price tag. I was like, if we would have rented like an Airbnb, yeah. It would have been the same. Obviously, she was like, <laughs> "Give me the there Airbnb." Was like, that was not like an Airbnb at all. Yeah. But like, <laughs> at least all of us were in shelter. Mm-hmm. It was bear country. Mm-hmm. You know, there was bears that were in the campground the day before we got there. Wow! And there's something about feeling safe sure. in a plywood box mm-hmm. versus a tent. Yeah, absolutely. You know, versus like a gazelle and, tent you know, or something. Yeah. Yeah, like the gazelle tent, you know, you could just collapse, step on it, you know, if you have the kids brought <laughs> snacks in there, you just don't have to worry about sure. it. So, you know, like I was saying is is you pay that price tag, but you're going to see half the country mm-hmm. in it. Yeah. And, you know, besides fuel, like you don't have to buy a hotel and, and things like that. Yeah. So when you think about that as as your vehicle as um, a travel, travel, uh, I don't say companion, but travel vehicle. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, you're not in an RV, you're mm-hmm. not in a tent. Yeah. You're kind of that in that glamping overlanding, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Car camping stage. And it, it just makes it that much nicer. Like oh, you're off sure. the ground, you're not going to get spiders because mm-hmm. you know, the spider would have to climb in your car. Then they'd have to climb up the roof rack mm-hmm. and get into the tent. So it's like, you know, if yeah. you're in New Mexico or Arizona where there's scorpions and stuff, yep. you don't have to worry about it. Yeah. One um, of the things here too is coyotes, which is mm-hmm. very real it, yeah. you know, down around these areas when you're camping and stuff. And we've had that happen at out at LBL or some other places we've camped where you start to hear the coyotes, you know, finding their dinner that night. And you're yeah. like, man, I'm really glad I'm not in a ground tent right now. Like, <laughs> absolutely. Being, being on top of a car makes you feel a whole lot safer when that happens, yeah. especially when your kids are with you or something like that. You're going, okay, we don't have to worry about this. We can just go yep. back to what we were doing. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Um, and plus, out here, uh, you know, you if you have a ground tent, if it's muddy or if it's a rooty, you know, very uh, lots of roots um, in your campsite, you gotta have to plan around that, you know. And for for example, <laughs> yeah. um, if if you're expecting rain, there there's a technique you can use if you're in a ground tent to to kind of dredge out uh, like basically a moat so that your tent doesn't get flooded. A lot of people don't know that, but there's a technique to that. And if you don't know, um, you can easily flood your tent like your like your neighbors. <laughs> that when we went to uh, Franklin State Forest, their their oh, tent yeah. flooded and they left at like three in the morning. So, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I mean that's that's that was the thing. And Windrock, when we went camping there, mm-hmm. I mean we were in a field and I was wearing my muck boots and there was so much water coming off my awning. Mm-hmm. And on the ground, I mean, I was standing in like almost a half inch of water and it was just, just running over the soil because it was so much water. Yeah. And there was a guy in a ground tent and he, ha- he had like a nice tent, but you know, if you're, if you're not in a decent tent, like mm-hmm. I've always had cheap tents, like sure. the, the tent that I've been camping in, like if I slept in the tent was what my wife bought me 
in like 2009 from like <laughs> big five or something or like, you know, yeah. a little sporting goods store. And it was like probably 30 bucks. Yeah. And it's this little like two or three man tent and like, when it rained, you know, water would come in mm-hmm. and, and it just wasn't comfortable. And it, it just eliminates all that. Like there's no worry. You're never going to get wet. Yeah. You just don't have to worry about it. So yeah, it's, it's worth it as much as I give you crap. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I fully expect totally, you to, for, to, for me totally to totally worth it. <laughs> yeah. I fully expected you to uh, give me shit for that. So <laughs> I came prepared. Um, now there, there there's another type of tent out there that we didn't really uh, talk about or, or really have any experience with, which is kind of those hybrids. Um, I, I know iCamper uh, makes those hybrids where it's it's a hard shell tent, but it unfolds like a soft shell. Um, there there's a, a guy that kind of runs in our similar group, uh, Lee Sumner. He just got one um, where the hard shell kind of flips off. Is it iCamper? Yeah, iCamper. Yep. Sky camp or something like Sky that. Sky camp. Yeah, yep. yeah. Yeah. Those are, those are like pretty much a soft shell with a hard shell cover. Yeah. So, so it has yeah. the best of both. Yeah, so you get that, that nice big footprint of it, you know, clamshelling out so that you kind of have that little bit more sleeping area. Um, yep. And actually, I think Isaac, um, the guy behind um, Wild Ramblers, he has a very similar style hybrid tent. Where um, you don't have to fool with a vinyl or PVC zippered cover or anything. Um, yeah. You, you retain a little bit of aerodynamics. I mean, it's a, it's a, a tent on top of your roof is a tent on top of your roof. Um, yeah, exactly. You're not going to get too much. Yeah. But, but if, if you're, you're not still having... four grand. For yeah. That too, for, for mm-hmm. that too. I mean, you're yeah, not... You know. Those are 3,800. Yeah, yeah. So... That, so it's not cheap. No. So, but going back to kind of what you'd mentioned, LJ, is those hybrid tents allow you to have that annex, which is really, really cool. Oh, yeah. So you kind of have the hard shell. Now, granted, you, you're still going to have kind of the wind noise if you're sleeping somewhere windy, but at least you have a hard shell where you can put it. If you have, if you're expecting wind from a certain direction, um, then, then you can put that hard shell against that wind and, um, you can uh, kind of deflect that wind um, away. So just yeah, kind of yeah. just another type of tent to, to consider. Um, um, when, when you when got, you got other brands shuffle. like what GFC. Yeah. Go fast. Yeah. Go the fast. go fast, super light. Yeah. That one's a great affordable option. That one's, a, I actually really like love what they've done with that. Yeah. 1200. Yeah. That's, that's, that's without right. About a where I paid for mine. Uh, I paid nice. 13 without a mattress. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, if I was gonna buy one, I I think I would get the go fast, whatever super light. Is it super light? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I would cut a hole in my roof and then I'd <laughs> weld the tent to my roof. <laughs> no. Gee, so you're going full camp tech then. <laughs> no. I, I would love to like buy a tent one like that and just take the fabric off it and mm-hmm. utilize the fabric. Yeah. Actually, so the way I don't know if y'all I did a ton of research because GoFast had just announced before I bought mine, and I was like, oh, if I can save thousands of dollars and and kind of save the price of Jeff's Land Cruiser, yeah. <laughs> literally. <laughs> um, but that that tent's super interesting because it's it's not a hard shell. Um, it's actually a canvas, so it's it's like there's honeycomb panels that slip in canvas and that's what creates the top part 
And then um, hmm. for it to lift, there's no sort of struts. You literally have like almost a, a, a um, gosh, what are they called? The, a painter's, the extent of the painter's pole that extends and that's what props it up. And so huh. um, I'm not, I'm not, they, they had to use those things to a, get the weight down. And I think that was one of their main issues was, I think it's like 80, 80 pounds, if that. So super light, yeah. hence the name, but also cost savings, right? Cause I think that they're the, the, the lightest and cheapest, and I'll say hard shell with in quotations tent that that's on the market right now. Because I mean, if, yeah. if you're going to get a hard shell tent, unless if you get a fire deal like LJ, two grand easy. Um, I think even the Smitty built hard shell is, um, I think around two grand. So, for them to come in at that yeah, twelve hundred <laughs> price point, they had to do some some finagling with the um, mechanics of it. I've seen more Smitty built uh, tents for sale on Craigslist yep. with only a handful of nights <laughs> slept in them than any yeah. other tent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Almost makes me want to pick up one yeah. so I can resell it again. <laughs> the brand new oh, box, man. <laughs> nearly new uh, box, only used twice. <laughs> Only use once. <laughs> Don't look at the sheets. Yeah. <laughs> so the super lights, twelve hundred dollars without a ladder. Mm-hmm. With the ladder, it's twelve ninety nine. Yep. And then three hundred dollars for a mattress, which that's that seems kind of ladder. expensive for a mattress. Well, now that their mattress for a ladder <laughs> from here, nickel and diamond. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no super light and GFC. What do you do? No, so actually though, sixteen hundred like, dollar tent. And you were just like nickel <laughs> legitimately, their their mattress is the Xped, and and LJ will will know what that is. It's the Xped. Uh, I, he has the, the Mega Mat Duo, but it's the same. Uh, company that they just made a, a mattress ah. for them so it's a very high quality mattress is what i'm gotcha. trying to get at now you know take that as you as as you want to but um or you could diy your own mattress right so they're, they're trying to get into that that price point of twelve hundred dollars you get a tent something that you can sleep in you know whether that be yep. a little solo backpacking um inflatable mattress or the full on Xped tent or the Xped Xped bed and ladder. So I don't know. I think it's a cool, yeah, cool at, offering. I'm looking at pictures and I've never seen a picture that wasn't like the the computer generated. And it's like the super lights a total it's soft on the top. Yeah. It's not a hard shell. Oh yeah, it's it's completely canvas. Like there's buckles. It's buckles and straps that's that yeah, cinch it down. That's, I never knew that. Mm-hmm. If you want a really good review, um, a really cool guy did one, Justin B. McBride. He has a, a really oh, yeah. a really cool um, built uh, Rubicon. I don't know if it's – I think it's a JL. I'm pretty – I'm about 99% sure it's a JL. Yeah, and he, a he JL. got a – Non-diesel. A, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, because the whole photo runner thing. Um, and, nacho. Yeah. <laughs> oh, nacho runner. That's – okay. <laughs> um, and he did a really good review. I guess he got like a, a – pre-production model was able to test it and so he did a really thorough um review and walk around of hey this is what you should expect when you get a super light so um i respect gfc for what they're doing i think that trying to bring the cost of these tents down is is solid i mean i've always said uh more competition is never a bad thing you know yeah so now moving on moving on from those that super light, there are other 
that we've kind of covered all of the main styles of tents. I'm sure there's, there's very variations of each, but there's also different mechanical aspects of tents. Um, for example, there's a company in, Oh, I think it's Australia or Africa. They make Bundatech. Um, and it's, it's a style that LJ has. So four corners pop up. Um, but it's completely automated. Sounds like a mega Pascal word. You just yeah. But B U N Bunda B U N D A Tech, I think. Um, you you basically plug it into Anderson, um, Anderson plug and push a button, and all four corners uh, will um, rise up. So it, no sort of cranking. Oh, yeah, yeah, and they, I mean electric like smartphone app. Like here's me and my rooftop tent. <laughs> as, as Jeff's like spring pulling his way up to the freaking Olympics, trying to just get it, like getting flicked in the face because you like you're bending this thing to get it in there and it misses and oh, oh yeah, that's cool. Bundutech. Bundutech. Okay, there you go. Bundutech. Um, and then you can go to the the extremes of. Uh, there's a company that's kind of hit the market and it out of nowhere called uh, Redtail um, Overland, and they are creating a hard shell, hard sided rooftop tent. Um, specifically, oh. it's the Redtail Overland RT110. So if you want to quickly look that up, um, Redtail Over 10. Oh my God. <laughs> I let me guess. Like, did you see the price of the thing? <laughs> yeah, I think they have an extra zero in there. <laughs> that was so it. the price of this, all pre-order slots are sold out, and this tent is twenty five thousand dollars. Twenty five thousand. It's bonkers. Hey, There's like not even pictures. Cruiser. Yeah, <laughs> definitely more than mine. Definitely, I could buy that's, three of that's mine. More than yeah, like folds that's more up than all of the. Mm-hmm. Got some winders in it. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, so it's it's basically a a pop up like a pop up camper. Mm-hmm. It's a hard shell, hard sided tent, so you don't have canvas. Um, I, dude, I'm top of it of looks <laughs> like should. it has uh, solar panels all over it too. Yeah, I think that's one that, of the additions. That eliminates the. There's a little fan in there as well. How to sew? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a fart fan in there. There's some. <laughs> Recess lighting. <laughs> Fart fan. That's great. <laughs> so yeah. I mean, it better have a fart fan yeah. for twenty five grand. Yeah, it's and I think the down so to reserve your spot, you have to put thirty percent of that down. So that it's means got a what, diesel heater yeah. too. Does it really? No, it doesn't. Yeah, a quiet diesel heater. It's quiet. It, it makes sure oh, to specify. It. Oh, wow. So wow, finally, dual pane <laughs> windows. Yeah. It includes sixty amp hours of lithium. That's crazy. It, it's it's on the complete far far like if you're John Mayer or Dirks Bentley, you're buying this tent. You know, <laughs> so it Dimmable includes lighting. battery. Yep. Inside it out. includes sixty amp hours of lithium battery. So that's more than my mm-hmm. sixty four pound battery. It's more than mine. It has yeah. three hundred thirty watts of solar. So you're putting in just an insane amount of power. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it includes a diesel heater. That's it's it's nutty. I mean, it's um, definitely on uh, the, the the crazy end of the spectrum of. But name another company that's doing a hard sided rooftop tent. 
There's not that I know of, unless if it's a complete DIY type stuff. Oh, there's a floor hatch, Jeff. So you could uh, cut a hole in your Land Cruiser and just climb up into this. Floor hatch. (laughs) (laughs) If you have a sunroof. So you have to have it backwards. So you'd put this on backwards. That's kind of cool. If you had the floor hatch, you'd put it backwards. And then you have to just climb through your sunroof. That doesn't seem fun at all. No, I'm a a big boy. I I wouldn't want to do that. No. No. (laughs) So, um, yeah, it's... uh, you can go crazy, obviously. Red Tail is kind of a, um extreme example of rooftop tents, but um, at least it, that should give you kind of an idea of what's out there on the market, um, kind of what we rock, kind of pros and cons. You know, it's all about weighing those pros and cons, right? If, if you want to get into a rooftop tent at the cheapest way possible, soft shell, I probably wouldn't recommend it. Sounds like Jeff wouldn't necessarily recommend it. Um. Yep, LJ. Okay, there you go. There's LJ's. I mean, it's <laughs> it's fine for your it's fine for your newbie person to buy sure. and then sell eventually. I mean, actually, some people still run them, but like lifestyle overland. Still I think. Does the, it. Yeah, I think if if you're gonna be camped for more than one day, mm-hmm. then it's fine. Yeah. If you're moving every day, then no, it's not fine. No. So if you want to follow that overland lifestyle, it's about the journey, not the camping spots or whatever it is mm-hmm. that makes you an overlander, <laughs> then you have to you have to be fine with having set up and tear down. But yeah. like the the whole reason I built my trailer is so I have less set up and tear down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um it didn't really go as well as I thought it was gonna be in this last <laughs> trip because we had like every freaking thing possible. Yeah. Camping Including with us. scooters, I saw that. Bikes, scooters. <laughs> I mean, the thing was packed. Yeah. So, if if you're someone starting out and you want a somewhere that's going to keep you, you know, safe and dry off the ground, I mean, soft shell is fine. Mm-hmm. You know, you spend a thousand bucks, you can get a soft shell. You know, secondhand. But if you can, if you think you're going to be in it for a while and you're going to do this for a while, save the money and get a hard shell. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Or you could just sit around and. Think about all the cool things you want in a tent and then go buy a red tail and it has it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, sell your car and buy a red tail. Yeah. No, that's why you buy a $2,000 Land Cruiser because you put one of those on top. There you go. And then you're in 27. And now you're, now you're you just in like 27K for a Land Cruiser <laughs> with a cool tent. <laughs> that's insane. Yeah. That, that, when Red Tail announced it, they, they were making waves because everybody kind of had a, y'all's reaction 25K. Are you kidding me? But yeah. If there's a market, well, for if it. you uh, if you're looking for a rooftop tent, you, you've heard you know a few different firsthand variations <laughs> of of your your uh, cheap, cheaper, and then rich models. Uh, I think as Jeff put it, I probably butchered that as, as usual. But, uh, <laughs> poor, poor, and rich. There it is. Or poor, there not is. so poor and rich. Um, you've heard those, and then we talked a little bit about some different models too. Um, mm-hmm. You know, if you're looking to get in quick um, and get out quick uh, you, know, you got to go fast uh, but you are you're going to sacrifice a lot of the you know nice things of an actual hard shell with that one even though it looks mm-hmm. like a hard shell good in, good in, in, info there Steve because I, yeah. I thought it was a hard shell myself it looks time. like it yeah um, and then if you're just a bougie motherfucker you can get you a red tail <laughs> and you ain't got to worry about nothing up there you got nothing. your own little own little house up there you're good to go that's what um, it is <laughs> 
so that was cool guys good stuff yeah. on that Ho- josh hope this helped you out any hope that it's helped anybody else out there that's thinking about a a, <laughs> a rooftop tent or, or trying to figure out what you want for your for your setup this season you can kind of figure that out um yeah. and, and ho- hopefully this was helpful to y'all but we're gonna cut it down for the night uh it's getting late we hit our hour and uh thanks for listening and we'll catch you next